<laughs> well, that so works for me. Pressure. Yeah, no, I feel that. I mean, it's the it is a weird uh, it's a weird format to talk to someone like this. You know what I mean? Uh, and there's always that feeling of nervousness. But I I don't know. We always have really cool conversations, and it's cool because now we have the space for it. I feel like whenever we're we're in the same space, it's always like you're we're working, or it's like how did you even? By the way, how did you even get? Wi-Fi where you were? <laughs> where? When you FaceTimed me back in Africa. How did you do that? Was it like, I remember it was just so poorly. You kept cutting off, but you, you kept trying. You actually, it's like, you know how we used to buy minutes on our cell phones? Yeah. Yeah, you just kind of go find someone on the street who sells data and ask for like a certain amount. And I would say like probably a month's worth of data. It was $30 Canadian. Holy smokes. Just like random vendor on the side. Yeah, like you, they just have a code you ask and they sell it to you. <laughs> Wild. So how, how do you put the code on your phone? How does that how does that work? It's you dial a certain number and just like kind of call and. Yeah. Oh, then it says oh this phone has X amount of data. Yeah. You know what? I didn't even know that technology existed, to be honest with you. I thought that was, that's crazy. I never knew we were at that level where you're, you could be anywhere in the world and some guy's like, oh yeah, got some, uh, got some data here. You guys want some data? You know, it's like, you know what I'm trying to say? This is weird. It's weird. And it's like, because it's something that's so, it's, it's intangible. It's not a physical thing. It's like, yeah, I'm buying this, this set of like, what is it, like 15, 20 numbers or something, right? do this and oh no I, I'm connected to a satellite somehow with whatever frequency it's, I just like really sci-fi and to myself I think it would be more like a magic it's more magic like it's magic like Wi-Fi what the fuck really is that I know right <laughs> okay honestly I think that technology is a gift like it's given to us like as a gift like 100% the, the, the knowledge even to like to but then again if you think about it I think that's always been with us that's always been like a, because we are creators so you know, always can't. So back to that we were talking about earlier, uh, programming, coding. So or even think about Lego. You know, movie. Have you watched the movie Lego? I'm sure you have. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. master builder. Yeah, yeah. So it's learning how to become yourself, a master builder. I just understood that movie even more now because he was some regular Joe Schmo average um, dude. But the average, the most average dude could be the best master builder, which is I think that's like the message of that movie. No, no. <laughs> no, maybe I don't know. I could just be overanalyzing movies. Yeah, no, but that makes sense to me, I guess. But wild. So you know, did you run across a lot of animals in Africa? Okay, no. No. Um, I think we know weird bugs. You're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like a giant beetle just like rolling by, you know? Yeah. Okay, so I'll say yes and no. Okay. I You'll see a lot of like lions and giraffes and you know all Safari. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you just think that they'll be running around and because I was placed in a village and it's super rural, I thought I would be coming across more of those animals as well. But no, they're like all in the national parks. Like they're pretty much enclosed in Oh, yeah. so they're like essentially like zoos then. But yeah, but like to live freely in the national park. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's probably really big, obviously. Yeah, it is really big. The only, the only way to get there, you have to be obviously a paying customer then. Yeah, but like sometimes, like in Zambia, for example, sometimes we'd be driving down the road and you'll see like elephants or like even giraffes, like they'll come out. So it's not like they're like super tucked in, like, but it's like around that area, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Wild. Crazy. I did not know that. That's a new knowledge again with me. Like, yeah. Like, so what about bugs then? There's just so much stereotypes. Yeah, no, I could, well, again, like someone from the western side of the world, you know, I've never, uh, I've been all around the world, but it's never in that general area, so. Yeah. So is Zambia, and what was the other place? Uganda. Uganda. And is that more south then? Um, no, Uganda is more east. East? Yeah. South, north or southeast? Let's do it. We're doing it. I, uh, that's why I, that's why I have this big TV here. Uh, people who listen, they can't see the TV. But uh, so uh, Africa map. Let's look it up. Okay, well, which one looks pretty? This one, nice and colorful. Okay. So there's Uganda, like this really tiny country. Okay, so it is. Uh, I guess east and then Egypt is like to- oh north, complete north of it, but same yeah. the same area. And then Zambia is right below, right there. Oh, that's where I went to Botswana too. Whoa. That's where we went for the safari. Sweet. How was that? It was pretty sweet. Did you see any animals like eat each other? No. No. They're just mostly chilling. They, oh. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> they, don't, they don't care about the people. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, no, I, I've seen videos obviously on Instagram of people, you know, when they're in Safari and these lions are jumping on the truck. You know? Oh, yeah. Does that happen for you? Something no, like that? No, no, no. Like, they're just laying there chilling. Because the closest I've ever had to anything like a desert animal would be I've been to the San Diego Zoo. That's about it. I've like, seen giraffes and stuff like that. You know, gorillas, I guess. But nothing like enlivened in color. That must have been a trip and a half, honestly. Like, how long have you been there for? I'm assuming you just traveled bus the whole time, maybe eh? we just fly no, around. No, we flew. Um, I guess it's actually, pretty long distance, maybe. But still, you fly to Kenya, and then Kenya is usually the main airport where you get to every other country. Mm. Right. See, some of these like things I've never even heard. I guess some of them, Guinea, Ghana. Like I've, I've never been nowhere, nowhere close. I think my parents maybe been to. I think my, yeah, my parents are going to Dubai actually in March. But that's like, uh, I gotta, before I die, I gotta ride a camel. <laughs> it's like, all right, man. So I'm going to Dubai. So, I, I mean, it's for the experience. We talked about this earlier. So, you've been to Africa, talking to, I've been to London. What was the craziest thing in London? What did you see? Um, like in London, like what, what were the touristy things, like the, the monuments or places that you went to order to check out? Um, Big Ben, like the big. Ooh, sweet. There's like a couple cool bridges there too. Um, Is it like the movies? You know, the Big Ben clock, and like most movies you would watch in that time zone and period, I guess. But kind of, yeah. it's just like things feel very like gray and like hmm. colorless there. And I wonder if that's because like. The British culture was very prim and proper. And very, like, old-looking. Like, has characters. 
Are those soldiers actually there? Um, I didn't With the hats? Well, okay, okay, okay. Well, I guess I don't know if that would be London. Yeah, that would be London. Yeah. That's somewhere, at least somewhere. Do you go anywhere with, like, the royalty, the royal families? Oh, yeah. I had to walk by the Buckingham Palace. Oh, shit. It was actually pretty big? <laughs> Not as big as I thought, but yeah, pretty, okay. pretty big stuff. Because one day I hope to go check out, uh, go to, like, the UK, go to London, go to, like, uh, go to Germany. I think that would be super fun to go check out. So my best friend who lives out there, right, so he got, uh, he was arranged marriage to a girl in Germany, so he's like, okay, so but after I'm done my classes, man, move it. <laughs> I'm like, really, bro? He's like, yeah, man, this happens. But again, like, you know, I think in those cases, people always think arranged marriage is a terrible thing. It's like, oh my god, I gotta choose my partner. But it's like, if you, if you have, if you're really strong family values, your family is looking out for you. They're like, we're gonna try to find someone who's like making good money, they're stable, they have, they're good looking, right? So it's not like it's a really bad thing. I mean, maybe not for all circumstances, but he was pretty happy with uh, meeting his wife. And then, um, yeah, here we are now. He lives in Germany and he can speak German now. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, because he went there. He's, he's a chiropractor over there. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I know, right? It's just a weird thing how, how people, we all can just change so quickly. I just remember like him and I were like, you know, uh, going to our like nutrition class or some bullshit or psychology, whatever it was. Uh, and then fucking just getting high, you know? Because, you know, and then all of a sudden, yeah, man, I'm speaking German. Now I'm a chiropractor with my wife. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> The moments have changed and I think it's, uh, it's good. I... I am grateful that you decided to do this thing with me. It's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like ten times. I know. <laughs> Literally ten times. Damn, you know what? I I am adamant because I I, uh, I I appreciate your time and I appreciate uh, your thoughts and the fact that you've uh, I, I don't know many people who've done a lot of traveling like worldwide and actually like been able to experience. Uh, and I'm assuming like because the person you are, you were looking at your experience always at a deeper level. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's always good to have your insight on things. And it was almost funny, like in the car, like actually, you know, because I mentioned the tarot and you're like, same thing. So I'm like, shit, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool because you're feeling your, uh, your intuitive nature of things and it's always uh, it's good to have that. And not many people can get that. And that only comes with being a lot more worldly and adding more experiences. And it's not just experiences like when you um, have with people like at a corner store. We're talking about your geographic location changes so the air the visual the feel like how you're saying like london was very very gray right as opposed to here when you really think about what's the different people buildings light right but it is something that's almost an aura or an energy that's been lingering there for like eons almost right yeah. and it's and you've experienced those so it's 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 a really cool thing to talk to someone about that kind of stuff um so what else? There's, you said Africa, London. Oh yeah, Thailand. Was Thailand more of a party trip too? I'm sure you still went. To, yes. To, you, yeah, you went to do things. So yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. It was definitely. I was like what, 19, 20. <laughs> um, Craziest thing you did in Thailand. I mean, you can't if you don't want to talk about it. But like. Hey, actually, I got this idea from you. Oh where, shit. <laughs> were you like right on your notes? <gasps> oh my god, this is the time too. Oh yes. Whoa, what time is it? Oh. <laughs> oh my god, the moment that you mentioned that, Katie, we gotta look that up real quick. Sorry, uh, folks out there, we, we, uh, we're really into numerology, and uh, we, it's 4.44 right now. And the moment that, oh, okay, the idea came from you, what does it mean? Communicate, whoa. I think there's like something more incredible that I usually, let's see. What I, I usually do is like read them all and kind of like, 
together. Yeah, piece it together. Yeah. Probably well, the ones that are more repetitive in nature. It's like yeah. if you're all repeating it, then yeah. Because some say like, oh, that's this. I'm like, yeah, but this other websites don't talk about that, so I don't think that's real. Um, but inner wisdom, you're about to talk about something you learned. That's something. Okay, I, I don't know. Let's go. Let's go. What, what was it? I kind of remember. You're making chapters in a yeah, story. Yeah, 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 yeah. You read it. You read it in your notes. That's right. So that's... I remember you told me this, but I never had a chance yet to like say to pick at it, pick a story from it. Can I pick a story from it? I don't know if I have it. At, like, I'm using so many phones. Let's see. Usually notes. I have the same notes on the same phone that I ever since like university. I'm you're like, oh, it's almost like a Russian roulette. You're like, oh, I don't know which story you can choose from. Really inexpensive though, right? Oh, the, yeah. the exchange over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, were you okay the whole time for the whole month there? Yeah, like I had my credit card for backup too. Oh, okay. But like it wasn't the craziest. So, wow. Yeah, it was really wow. easy to just. Just peace out yeah. <laughs> and just go and have fun. That's wild. Wait, so the craziness of, of I'm assuming you went to like what, Bangkok? So the, we'll say the craziness of Bangkok or Thailand in general versus the craziness in Africa versus the craziness in London. Which do you, which would you, how would you rank that to be like, okay, Thailand was the shit. <laughs> or like, London, whoa. <laughs> um, I think I would like go by length of time I was there too. Oh, okay. So Thailand was definitely one of my first trips. How, that's how you experience that's yeah. what you learn. so it made it so fun too because oh. I probably won't experience something like that again yeah. maybe a little bit it'd be different because yeah. you've grown right yeah. so instead of being that the impulsive reckless Dina right? yeah. you're like the I'm well thought out careful but also like to have fun <laughs> but only if it's like cool with everyone and we're chill right so yeah beforehand yeah, I, I get that I was very much the same way when it came to having experiences that are that's purely impossible. I mean, like, $400, if I saw that at the time, if I knew that at the time, I probably would have went myself uh, and when I was a lot younger. But, man, that would have been an experience and a half. Yeah. So, Thailand, so, um, first time going abroad. Um, what was the next one then after? Um, I think I went to Bali. 
Is that, was that London? No, London was during COVID. Or when it just started. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So Africa was after. Um, yeah, it was a year after. So I kind of went... I went to... I signed up, so my internship with Vidya was pretty random. I signed up... What's like, Vidya? Vidya is... I think you told us once before. I just forgot what it was. Yeah. It's like some sort of like a... It's like an international development... Internship? Internship? Like, like, yeah, an internship. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and so Sweet. I just, like, heard of other people doing it. It was an indigenous-based internship, so... Okay, yeah, nice. I've, Sweet. I know, like, I knew a few people who went, so yeah. I something, like, I knew I couldn't pass on because of a free trip to Africa. Yeah. And I love traveling, but at the time, I just lost my sister, so I didn't know if I wanted to go, but I knew I had to, so I, like, kind of forced myself and didn't really, like, have much high expectations when I went. Yeah. And, but as time passed, like, it was... I feel like that trip was definitely more, like... You told me that before you had you were like living in a like in a net, you yeah. living in the net. In, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a mosquito net. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of mosquitoes with malaria. And... I'd be so scared to get bit. I think I'd just be like, oh my god. No, oh my we god. had to what? take a Shots. pill every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. right. Okay. Like, yeah, I had to take a big ass horse pill every day, and then eventually towards the end, I just kind of stopped taking them because they yeah. would make me sick and yeah. they would give me really vivid dreams, like sometimes really bad dreams. Oh, mm-hmm. especially if you're really going there. I remember when we talked to you, you were there. You were, you were going through your own kind of crisis of like, you know, spiritually, right? Yeah. Let alone this medications if you're adding on to the to that craziness. That's wild. Then I have to. What else did you take? Anything else for other other kind of diseases? Um, yeah, I just I had a bunch of vaccinations. Oh, um, I can't remember exactly what. And, yeah. Wow. So it was like it was really good. Yeah, I, that was the eye opener. So the first one was like freedom and liberation yeah. and this one was the eye opener and in London it was like just needed to get away get but away. it was like weird because it happened right when COVID was happening so like we were talking oh so your, la- your last hurrah yeah. yeah yeah it actually was <laughs> wild yeah no I had a friend of mine she uh she moved her whole life to uh to the UK during COVID because her, her man was over there yeah so I was like I don't know how you guys all do that some wild stuff like that in, oh, that's crazy <laughs> So, beyond those three, you did say you've been to New York all over the states. So, all the states experiences you had, were they more family-based or were they all for... Well, I mean, I'm assuming you went to, like, some parties, like, you know, EDM festivals or anything like that. Like, in the states, I've, I've been to Vegas, California, um, yeah, New York. And I think my favorite one was when I went to Hawaii. Oh, I'm so jealous <laughs> of that one. Oh, that was, like... like best trip ever oh so that takes it that takes a cake on everything on all i think so okay mostly because it was with my sister and our like her two best friends yeah it's like it's a really good memory to have forever now okay so it's very one of those like um uh the sisterhood kind of trips you know like I know I've had brotherhood trips where like you know like a bachelor party when all the guys come together all the close guys are all together and we all did our thing and it's something that's like it's you know it's you you always will want to have that, that feeling back but it's something that's very very cherished because uh, you had it with the the group of people that you, that you always needed to 
Hawaii would have been a trip. Like, I've never been. My my entire family, my brother, my mom, even my fucking kids, <laughs> they've all been to Hawaii. Except for me. And that's the one place I always wanted to go. And I've, uh, I haven't been there yet, but I will eventually. Um, because I just think I would just fit in. So. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> So like one of those like um not like an RV or anything like that or a truck with a house on it but more so like uh like Scooby Doo vans. Yeah. Oh, dope. <laughs> Had a bed in it. Like. Yeah. That's so awesome. Oh man, that a and the reason why because you're you're very mobile and you can really do anything and, and the experiences are huge. So is that the? Uh, yeah. Okay. Whoa, that's a long one. This is all in Thailand. I actually, now that I remember this, I remember telling you that. I remember this happened like when, when the Buffalo still had the little weird front desk. Yeah. At the front. Yeah. Yeah, with the little, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really, that's this, long ago. I haven't read this in a long time, so I'm like. <laughs> you know what? I would do this for a trade. This is what this is what we're going to do. This is so we can be equal in the footing of this. Because, yes, I, I did the same thing. Um, I'll give you, you can choose one. You may choose one as my I can choose one. There is the same thing. There's a list of little. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, there's one that you can choose. Uh, some of them I don't know. I I will remember them, but some of them like. Mm. I know, right? Maybe just. I'm just gonna go. Keep like it this. PG. <laughs> Hold on, man. Yeah, bam. Okay. This one. I want this one. Kawaki and Anna. That sounds like a good chapter. Kawaki and Anna. Wow, is that... Uh... Oh, these are just like two friends that I made. They're from Toronto. Actually, one was an indigenous girl too. So like oh, they really nice. bonded. From where? Where was she from? Um, somewhere in Ontario. Nice. That would make sense. You all travel in, uh, in safety numbers, and it's almost like a very much like a Where's Waldo kind of game, yeah. where it's like because I know what the Waldo looks like, or like, oh, I can see the person in the thing. No, but it's still really cool to to bump into them. It's very unlikely, right? It's a very unlikely happens to have to run into the same people twice in a big ass country while you're doing your own thing and they're doing their own thing. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Well, that awesome. actually it happened again like last month. Are you still talking to them to this day? Yeah, I have them on social media. Okay. There. <laughs> no, but it's cool because you have that, that one pocket story. Yeah. I thought I was going to be a little bit more, uh, uh, a little more like a risque story. But it was like, no, I met these really two dope people. Ah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm scared. Please choose, <laughs> choose one that's not. I, I went by random, but you can do whatever. I mean, they're not too bad. Uh, they all have a huge uh, epiphanies. Some of them, anyways. Most of them, actually. But we'll see. Oh, 
Oh, damn, you went to the really deep one. Holy shit. Okay, so I had to go backtrack with a little bit on the beforehand. So, um, uh, my friend Preston and I, uh, we went on a trip when I was 19 years old. Um, we, uh, we went to this, like, lounge where, like, I think his name is Mark Emery was hanging out at the time. So we, we want to go meet him because everybody's kind of open to go inside this place. So we went to it. It's actually off of it. It's inside near it. I think it's probably inside East Hastings somewhere. Um, but we were there, we got there, we walked in there, oh hey guy, what's up? You know, and we're just getting high or whatever. So we joined him, get high. And then the, the guy who, who the guy who was running, uh, because at the time we were still illegal, right? So he was running all of the Western uh, medicinal marijuana that's being pumped, whether they be legal or illegal, but this guy was the man, he was the he was a dude. And the reason why he was he was he was pushing, he was running with it because the guy actually had bone cancer. So he, had, he he smoked really strong weed, right? So while everybody was all getting high and whatnot, um, he was going in his bag, you know, in his, bag, in his personal bag to grab his weed that he was smoke for himself. And me and Pressure, we noticed that. We're like, man, he ain't smoking the, <laughs> the shitty shit. He's smoking whatever was in that bag. And he's like the top, you know, on the top of the, this, like, this, this dynamic. So... Uh, we asked him, hey man, can we can we smoke some? Can we have some? Because you, you grow so much weed, you have a whole bag of it, right? Why the fuck not? Uh, and we thought he was going to go in his bag, get, oh shit, <laughs> go in his bag, give me a handful of all this weed and whatever, and we walk away. Uh, but that wasn't the case. What he did was, he said, yeah man, you guys can have some, but you know, it would be like, I don't know, like 60 bucks, you guys can grab it. So we realized there where... Um, we idolize this guy to a point to be he's very much like a god right in, in his domain something oh man like it's interesting to be run that much to have that much power to have that much like, access to weed etc etc because we're a 19 year old like oh man it's cool shit right because you're a fucking kid but then I realized god or gods it's exactly they're exactly like everyone else meaning that we're always out here just trying to chase a dollar we're never actually out here to give help to, to other to other men right so when I say gods it's not just like we're not talking about God or, or the essence of energy we're just talking about people who have godlike abilities regardless of how much power you have you still you're still going to be a human regardless of the fact right which is like it made me at the time realize that because at the time I was kind of really shook about my dynamic with going on my relationship at the time and I think I just had a kid or just had kids and it was like very fresh in that thing so I had to learn how to become a family man so I had to realize that I can be a god in my own domain if I'm like everybody else I can be the same kind of idea and that's what I began to learn and grow with my own kind of self-discovery so that was actually in a, that's a good one I was scared you might choose like uh, which is which was it that so which one should I have not asked out of all the bunch I won't ask her you don't have to tell me am I saying the title is this title this one, I'm happy you never chose Blank. Because okay, mine. Let's see which one was I want. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? It would be the. Um, <laughs> actually, there is. 
these four. It's uh, uh, Nietzsche and the Lesbians, Junction, Barcelona, and No Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that those are four su- subjects, but they're like more uh, a little more risque and like you know. <laughs> so I mean, by the by the titles alone, uh, you know, no one will ever know. Um, but uh, to some people will. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah, no. So which one's yours? Let's see. Mm. <laughs> the quotation marks were all shitty people. <laughs> Whoa, that is like, that's so ambiguous too. I don't even know what that would even be about. <laughs> Shit. Wow, that's a good one. Wow. Okay, okay. Okay, and that, that's Thailand. That I can only imagine. Those are like, because uh, I've I've heard a lot of sto- uh, funny stories and, and things you can buy, like buckets. You can like this, this. I forgot what they call it during, it was during a moon festival or something. Oh yeah, I went to that. That yeah, was yeah. my last night there. I freaking went alone, lost my phone, lost my shoes, almost missed my plane ride back to Damn. Bangkok. And that night I was leaving from Bangkok to back to Vancouver. Damn. That was a journey itself. So I had to like. fast to the ferry so I don't miss the other one and I finally get on there I'm like still kind of I'm like hungover like, oh for sure it's like, hot as fuck outside yeah, oh yeah yeah and I like barely have my shit together I'm just like trying to get on this plane home because yeah. I don't have any money left <laughs> like <laughs> holy smoke so anxiety was just yeah. really driven like <laughs> and it made it worse that I had no phone <laughs> oh my god yeah how'd you even do all that how without the well, phone even yeah so I was renting props yeah. I met along the way and so they like obviously let me use their phone I figured shit out and I was like yeah so I finally made my way to Saratani um, airport and so I had a lot of anxiety but I made it back and I actually flew to the wrong airport so when I got to the other airport I had to catch an hour bus to the other main airport in Bangkok <laughs> and then <laughs> jeez and that's I, so wild and the fact that you were doing it without a phone like yeah. like like you know like and not to say that like, people are twisted and thank god that didn't happen to you but like you know people can be like see the situation at hand and just be like taking this girl done no one will ever know you know just that that thought that's floating while you have like no phone that's what i think even, even as a man i'm like okay man i'm gonna get taken they're gonna jump me i'm gonna get my ass beat this is gonna suck <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, that's crazy. I'm happy you made it back through all that. That would have been well. So do you drink one of those buckets? Do you, yeah. Is that what? Is I that what that, that fucked you up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. I think that's. So what? What? What exactly is in it? I, I know some people tell me like a bunch of stuff, but like, well, I don't remember the, all the stuff they put in. Um, usually it's like a mickey of alcohol. Um, yeah. Wow. And, and like just juice and like maybe like a cooler or something. Yeah. Wow. It's different. And is it like a small? Is it like a bucket like this size? It depends. But I mean, but it's still cheap. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I could only imagine how that, the wildness of that area would be with the lights, with the people, with the music, uh, and you know, and, and you're walking around like 
inebriated, you know, and everyone's speaking Thai and just like, what's going on? <laughs> so like, you'd be able to get back to your room still. I think for me, I'm like, I'd be lost. Cause like, again, when I did this trip, it was very impulsive and a very like little tiny things you can just do whatever. And then, you know, when you get to that point line where you kind of reach the limit, but you're still going with the limit, you know, essentially we say chasing the dragon or something like that, right? Yeah, you, you end up in weird places. Uh, yeah, no, it's, but that's wild. That would have been so fun. And so I'm guessing the London trip would have been more of a chill party. Yeah. You were a more classy party. Oh, Hitting wow. all the bars. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm in London. <laughs> I'm going to be like pretty probably like everybody else here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I can see that happening. Man, so I can see it because Thailand itself. So now you got that, you got the States. Obviously, all around Canada. That's like, that's the most, nah, it's not that important. It's just Canada, whatever. Nothing cool happening. You got Hawaii, right? Which is your top trip so far. Uh, now you're coming up to Australia. That's going to be something else. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's, it's going to work out. Yeah, I no, just like feel it, yeah. No, I, hey, that's the thing. If you're a, you believe your intuition, right? Follow that, go through it. That's the thing. Uh, Australia, though. See over there, that's where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'll have you back in here one day on another episode. I'm just talking about Australia. I'm gonna be like, hey man, how are the bugs? Tell me about the bugs because everybody, you know, that's like, that's kind of the main joke I see on Instagram about Australia is these bugs and like, or just like animals in general. Yeah, like, big ass spiders there. And, like, jacked ass kangaroos. Yeah. Are, <laughs> that's real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's just CGI. I don't know. Everything's CGI nowadays. I don't believe anybody. But yeah, no, if you, if you see it, let's let's see. Because, like, uh, it'd be cool to be even, like, be near the water where that big, what is that uh, center they have? Like, in Sydney, I think. That big, kind of that building. That's iconic. I don't know. The opera house. That's what it's called? It's an yeah. opera house? Yeah. I didn't know that. Crazy. If you ever go there, tell me. Or just, like, Opera house. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the thing is, if there's an opera there, that'd be pretty cool to watch. I've never, uh, yeah, I don't think that's that's the one place I've never really, never been, never even thought of going. I think it's like super similar to Canada in ways of like colonization and what is going on with our indigenous people. Mm-hmm. And the whole reason why I want to go there is because I get to work in like an indigenous community where we're. Oh, yeah, sweet. Yeah, and actually be a part of that. So it's not really like a tourist trip. It's like I'm going there to learn from other indigenous people. How do they? How, how do the groups identify over there? Are they? Would they be considered like? Uh, Territory, like how, how are they how do they divide over there for? Um, I'm actually not too sure about that. Um, I just know that they like. I'm curious. They're defined as Aboriginal people, and like there's still a lot of shitty things going on. Let's look up uh, the types, the types, but like the dialects. I wonder if it's very much like here. You know, we have a, we have a lot. It's a huge composition. Oh yeah, Canada, it's Australia like, is huge. How big is Australia? I always see at the map as a tiny little island, so I'm like, uh, it's that big. Okay, let's first ask this. Okay, we'll, we'll go um, size of Australia. Let's check this out because I'm terrible at geography. So that's that. So what's Canada? Size of Canada. Let's check it. 9.9. What? Really? 7.692, and this is 9.9. So it's just shy. We're overrepresented in the world. Canada, I mean, like the side of Canada, Canada on, the, on the map, I just think it's overrepresented now in my mind. Because yeah. if you really think about like the size of like what's 9.8, that's like that's like this paper, but then like just 
just cut it like by this much. You know what I mean? Kevin's huge though. It's really huge. Well, well yeah. It's, for, for, I'm just saying if you want to compare the numbers, like this is 9.985 as opposed to 7.692. So that's like, it's still, the land mass is still relatively big on a certain section. So it's almost like, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know how, how they finish his calculations. I'll be counting all the little things that are extending off of the land or are we just because like you know it's easy for australia because it's just like it's one like land we're also attached with like the states as well because if, you, if you're to include the states in canada right then obviously it'd be much bigger well europe's damn yeah 10.8 oh yeah that makes sense that was pretty big that's pretty big russia though yeah that makes sense for russia yeah. russia is like twice the size of canada so you'd be looking at a mercator's map then it's completely Fabricated, it's like huge. And Canada, like this, and Russia's like, you know, it's no way. Like, Canada's like maybe like this. <laughs> this is Russia still. Yeah, no, that's wild. That's crazy. I'm uh, so when are you planning again for that for Australia trip? Maybe my last semester of school. Last semester yeah. of school. Okay, so you have, uh... in case I want to stay there. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that makes sense. Why not? I, everybody else speaks English there, right? But with an accent, different accent. I'll tell them what your accent is. From here, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna butcher an accent. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. It's like um, are you ever gonna go to check out uh, New Zealand then? Oh yeah. yeah polar yeah. opposites again. Yeah. I'm gonna go there for sure too. Oh nice. Like while you're in Australia, you're gonna kind of stick to Australia. Cause I don't know if they're relatively close to each other or. Somewhat, but no, I think I'll do New Zealand as its own trip. Oh, I want to study there too, <laughs> like maybe even a semester or something. Dang, world traveler. That's sweet. I like it. That's some wild stuff. You can always will meet. I think next time you ever go to, uh, you ever go to an Asian country, go check out like like monks or or like their temples. Yeah. Because yeah, that'll be something I always wanted to wanted to see. Because if we have there is like, you know how there's Egypt, they have their pyramids, and you have like South America has their pyramids. Like you know the Tibetan people and all those kind of countries there, they also have their pyramids with their type of uh, um, essentially God. I guess they would follow representations of and it's like very very similar all the pyramids share similar stories with one another but it's all expressed differently with the people in that geographical location i don't know it's a lot of graham hancock's work so it's like it was cool to see to actually see these people who are carving these things on these walls and it's like yo like this is not like digital this is like real so that people like almost like a carved by hand yeah. for, gen- for generations even right yeah it is totally even seeing like bigger cities so i uh I wish you well in Australia. It'll be a, it'll be a fun time for you, I'm sure. So. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else I can I can uh, ask before we have to cut this off here, because I I only have very short time uh, as a because you're leaving tomorrow. Um, so yeah, school. How are you doing with school in context of since you're almost done? Are you happier or are you kind of getting sad that oh my experience is kind of. Sad? school I don't know if I'm gonna wait mm. maybe just hang out <laughs> chill yeah. for a bit and, yeah. but then I don't want to lose that drive because I'm like I feel like I'm ready to just like bang it out but I know learning is like well education is like a lifelong kind of thing yeah no but like, getting that one finishing of that one goal right to be able yeah. to graduate studies that way because that when you attain that you know, graduate studies now it's like I can do a lot more it's like, and then you just keep out going then it just becomes part of your life right? yeah getting that colonial education yeah. Institutions and- that actually, I actually brought that up. Uh, I forgot that 
us, but we're just talking about independent schools and all that kind of stuff. You know, like how come, like we still follow like oh it was Shayna I did a podcast with Shayna and you were just talking about like how uh, the school system now they, they don't it's not it's all colonized teaching right it's it's like it's not there's no more like specific school like you know how there's there's just school boards there's no indigenous based school board but there is but they're in bands right so it's bad schools right but the bad schools still follow the same curriculum as like regular everyday school right and not saying they they all do of course they they shape and form how how best they can but there isn't that free range where like indigenous people make their their own body that's going to create their own school and their own ways of teaching right that i don't know why that doesn't exist french people have it people can make it for independent school there's montessori which is a private school so you can go out there and make it but i just don't know like is there being uh, is there not a push for that is there like just i think there's something in the policy i think uh she doesn't want to show me how I forgot what it was, but there's something in there that actually stops. Which I'm like, why is that still around? That makes no fucking sense to me. Why would that still be around, especially during 2020-2022? Right? We have to really start eliminating these policies so that don't do any justice. Because wouldn't it be better? Because as a friend, you know, if I was a French person, I would feel comfortable bringing my child to a completely French class where they're learning. The thing they're learning is like, you know, French language, kind of French cuisine, because that's like kind of like what, what the the food group, whatever, everything else, you know, is French, which is fine and dandy, right? But there's like nothing where it's like fully Cree, mm-hmm. right? There is bilingual, and there's also um, uh, what is the other terminology that they use? Um, uh, I what it was. It is bilingual, but it's just like there's always given the English and French component there. Why is there not just one that's this? Right? It only makes sense because we're, we're, every, you know, a group of people should begin to have their own autonomy of some kind, especially especially in Canada. I wonder if that's happening in Australia. When you go there, sure. check yeah. it out. Be like, yo, is like, how is your schools here yet? That's like just strictly for Indigenous people. Well, I know that they are a little bit more progressive than we are in yeah. New Zealand for sure too, but okay. there, there's always going to be resistance. Yeah, that's, that's true. I think Canada's is worse for it. That's oh, all. Yeah. And, and, and nothing wrong with anyone having this school. I just think like there's, I just don't understand why that hasn't been a push. Because imagine a school that's completely based within Cree tradition, Cree traditions and Cree values, because yeah. or specific to the specific to the domains and, and have multiple places. Land-based knowledge. Yeah. Like language. Well, everything, anything that was considered to be traditional and and a for uh, a forefather of construction and building the foundation of Indigenous people, like the teachings, even how. The, how it's taught instead of books and fucking paper that's a very well very you know, called, called, I think it, it's taught in a way oral traditions and it's done in a way where you can remember them because it's being taught in a specific way of course you can't it's really hard to teach again I, I don't know but I'm assuming math would have to still be universal because math is a universal language yeah. yeah music also a little bit universal but you can teach it differently but yeah I'm seeing for like the core structure of how to like build within society and where um, you can get the domains of like what you want to hold as a like what your uh, what, what the infrastructure would be after you learn something I'm trying to say yeah 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 this is wild we'll see where the time goes I think we're going to be we're in a time of great change like we, it's scary but it's yeah. exciting yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best way to describe it it's like yay but also fuck <laughs> 
Yeah, and remember when when COVID started? That's when all the crazy shit started happening. Where like those killer hornets and those like yeah, um, yeah and like it's just many things after one after the other. I was like, man, the world. I guess like the world was kind of ending. And I, I think uh, collectively we have ended. There is a death, just like a death card. There is a transformation happening. That whether it be good or not, it's still a fucking transformation, and we have to kind of fly at the edge of your seat. Or be like you were in Thailand, just trying to trying to get home. That's like that's how society is pretty much formulating to be. And I think it's those tiny experiences that actually create a lot of someone's character and your resiliency and your and your strength to be able to like I can do anything. If I did that, <laughs> if I can do that shit, ah, oh, everything else uh, comes uh, with ease. And on that note, then you know, uh, what would be a piece of true advice that you've that you said to yourself maybe as a mantra or an affirmation that you can give to somebody who uh, also wants to maybe become and do the thing that you do like being able to have the experience a worldly experience what would be advice for them introspective with yourself and being able to read and critically analyze the things that we do see so we can make the better choices which will uh, essentially make push you know for for self-growth and then you pretty much can manifest and do anything you want so that is probably the most profound so thank you for that (laughs) Uh, but folks out there thank you for tuning in Um, I appreciate you guys' time uh, and I appreciate Dina's time and I hope you guys found some insight that uh, will help you uh, with your personal growth and development through some of the craziest, overwhelming, and scariest times uh, socially uh, we've ever experienced uh, for mankind. So until the next time, I'll see you guys next episode. Take care.